Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Mark Weedy Call now and voice your opinion 0808 17 17 700 And we won't hang about tonight Here's the Rangers team for the match at Ross County Just in, John McLaughlin in goal So there's a few changes for Rangers Tavernier, Goldson, Davies is back and Devine Lundstrom, Jack and Arfield Tillman, Kent and Sakala, no Morellas It's just dropped just now Barry Ferguson, what do you make of that Rangers lineup? McLaughlin, Tav, Goldson, Davies and Devine, Lundstrom, Jack and Arfield Tillman, Sakala and Kent, Barry Well we did expect a, a few changes as uh, Michael Beal um, speaking to the press says that he was going to make them um, there was certain ones that I, I thought were guaranteed to play like Scott Arfield coming in and scoring the double um, Lindstrom I thought would have come back into the midfield that, that's a strong mid, middle three for me Paul in the middle of the pitch for, for Rangers Lindstrom, Jack and Arfield um, but the, the big surprise and I'll go back to Ben Davies yeah. I expected him to a partner Connor Golson but the big surprise is um, Sakala playing it looks to me that he's going to be playing through the middle in, instead of Alfredo Morelos so we did expect a few changes a couple of surprises but the big one for me is a goalkeeper sure is Marcus it is. Form, isn't it? I mean yeah. I, I did say that if you ask Alan McGregor um, about the, the, the free kick um, against yeah. him he would have probably expected to save it I mean Marco have his own opinion on it but I, I believe that Griegsy with the quality that he has he'll be disappointed um, with that but in saying that I still believe Alan McGregor is the best goalkeeper at the club and um, that is probably the biggest surprise at the start of 11 tonight against Ross County Mark Weary do you agree with that headline what's your headline if you were in the paper at the moment yeah goalkeeping change uh, yep. Paul's the one that stands out for me and no Morelos that's uh, the two big uh, talking yep. points um, the manager uh, Michael Beale did say there'd be changes and certainly from let's do it, four from um, from uh, midweek on Tuesday night at Petordry uh, McLaughlin Davies Lundstrom and Arfield start McGregor, Morelos, Sands and Kamara um, out if I'm, if I'm not mistaken but yeah McGregor should be saving that free kick uh, there's no doubt he should be saving that goalkeeper of his quality will be disappointed um, in that and uh, Morelos I don't know if he's injured if he's carrying something or if he's on the bench if he's just decided to, to uh, drop him but I think it's just another signal that A, either the manager's not fancying him B, does he think he can play two games in four days which would be mm. shameful if that's the case um, but it's just another signal for me that it's time for a partner of the ways between Rangers and Morelos Were you surprised yesterday when the manager said there would be five changes? Managers don't often signal that in advance Yeah, no, he's um, he's been very media friendly um, Michael Beale certainly, you know, he's trying to curry flavour I would say uh, which is fine, you know, absolutely fine with that you know, the more um, information that, that managers are uh, forthcoming with then uh, the better obviously for for the media but certainly plenty of people talking now Paul you know with when you've broken the team news uh, they are half an hour ahead 45 minutes ahead of schedule um, so listen he's made a couple of big calls and um, when you leave out your goalkeeper um, then you know somebody of McGregor's calibre then there's a, a chance that it could backfire but John McLaughlin's very able I watched Ross County last Saturday against St Johnston for me, Rangers should be pretty comfortable tonight. They should be pretty comfortable. Barry, as you know, Ross County have never beaten Rangers. 
Yeah, well, um, I, I wouldn't expect them to beat them with yeah. the, the quality that, that Rangers have. Um, but listen, it's still a tough place to go. Mm. I mean, I've watched plenty of games with, with teams going up to Dingwall and, and, and struggling. You've seen Celtic last year scoring in the last kick of the ball. I think it was 97th minute. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a a tough place to get the three points but I fully expect still with the changes Paul um, and there's the, the players that have come in in my eyes are still really good players um, but again I'll go back to it. the big surprise for me is as mm. McLaughlin coming in and replace a Griggsy I wonder if it could be sickness you know he did say the other day well about I it. did I read I read the interview at, at length and um, I think it was two players travelled on the day of the game um, up at Pataudry yeah and one of them was Tavernier mm-hmm. and you've got to hold your hands up and say but fair play to them they still want to go and, and play for their team I, I knew Morelos never trained the day before the Aberdeen game because he was struggling with an injury so um, the, the manager was clear that there is a few players struggling with injury there is a bit of illness flying about the, the, the club at this moment in time and that's why you, you have a big squad but Rangers are, are, are thin <laughs> the number of players that are, are out injured at this moment in time but if you still look at the lineup, for yeah. me that's still strong enough mm-hmm. to go to Dingwall and get the three points Paul every family and people listening will know it everyone knows someone who's had this flu or whatever it is you know this yeah. heavy cold at the moment Mark and footballers are not immune from it so that's what you're hearing isn't it that yeah. Alan McGregor's one of those affected yeah, yeah there's been a, a kind of bug going through the camp and as you say Paul it's happened in a few football clubs um, at the moment so yeah it's, it's uh, the shout seems to be that Alan McGregor is a victim, a victim of that not 100% um, and therefore John McLaughlin is, is getting the is getting the nod today. but like I say you know, you look at that Rangers starting eleven. You look at the ten outfield players. You know, one of them, you know, jumping out. Scott Arfield will be absolutely buzzing. You know, on, on the back of his two goals the other night at Petardji. You know, with deep into the uh, seven minutes of stoppage time, brilliant. Even you know, just the way he sniffed it out, like an old-fashioned number nine following in to to, to bury the 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 goal to get the, the equaliser. So um, he will be a a major asset for Rangers tonight and I'd, I'd, I'd fancy him to score again tonight in Dingwall Can I just say that yeah. the down illness must be he must be struggling Alan McGregor because I know what type of character he is he, he would play through anything so it must be a, um, he must be suffering big time for him not to go up there and, and make himself available Have you seen him before when he's been touch and go but not Yeah he's play? I have yeah. to be honest with you because it, it, it came back to me there that I think one I can't remember what year it was or what game it was but I do remember there was a bug Lying about the club and it was one of the ones that we couldn't go in um, we had to just go and do our own thing to make sure that it never spread about the, the club and I'm sure that's what Michael Beale's trying to do with this, this squad because there's, there's too many <laughs> these two games leading up mm-hmm. to the old firm game Paul they need to make sure they get maximum points and if that means staying away from the club and the players being professional and doing their own thing that's what you need to do. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Rangers fans, you'll be watching the game tonight. It's a 7.30 kick-off and we're looking forward to that. And remember, Motherwell in action tonight. Motherwell against Kilmarnock and Motherwell desperate to get back into action after the 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 frost taking its toll last weekend, the minus temperatures there. And then tomorrow, 12.30, Celtic against St. Johnson, St. Mirren Aberdeen, Dundee United Hearts and Hibs against Livy. Since we, since we last saw the two of you, then Celtic had that win against uh, Ross County against the other night yep, at Celtic Park yeah. against Livingston. Levy, yeah. The manager, though, he wasn't too happy. And, and this is what he said. It, you know, if they're not cutting it, he'll make changes. I think that's fair based on how busy, but also based on performance. You know, if, if guys are performing at the levels we know they can, there's some pretty good players that are not getting some game time. And 
um, you know, training hard and that's why we've got a squad and, um, you know, you have to reward that at some point and that coupled with the fact that, you know, we do have a busy schedule, um, you know, we'll make some changes um, for for the St Johnson game because it'll be another, you know, it'll be a good, you know, a tough game for us. Um, you know, Callum's, you know, he's an excellent coach and he's got them well organised and well drilled and, you know, every time we play them, it's, it's, it's a challenge and I'm sure it will be on Saturday. Mark, what did you make of it the other evening for Celtic? Mm. Everyone expected them to win, and they did. They put, had most of the possession, but only one goal in it. Yeah, um, I think it's one of them, Paul. It's three points. It's in the back. I think that's the way you look at it right now. You know, there's the break. You know, players try to find a, a rhythm. The team try to get going again. It's a, it's a cold Wednesday night. You know, Livingston always make it awkward. Um, so it's it's just ticking it off, Paul. It's getting three points on the back, and that's the way Celtic will look at it. And it's the same with Rangers. You just want to get results and. Both of them want to go into the game in January the 2nd. Celtic want to come out of that with at least a nine-point lead intact and Rangers want to come out of that with a cut to six points um, minimum. And what they do in between times, as long as they're picking up three points, the performances won't matter. I don't think the manager's bluffing. I think he will make changes tomorrow and rightly so. They've got a tough game midweek at Easter Road as well. And then, of course, they go to, to Ibrox. So I think tomorrow you'll see Celtic making three or four changes to the starting lineup. If you look at the bench... Every week for, for Celtic, Paul, it's it's eight or nine real quality um, outfield players, and they, they will be utilised tomorrow. Barry, the back pages today are saying Southampton, the latest to be interested in a Celtic player. What do you think of that? And also, could this start to unsettle the Celtic squad with the chat about Gikamakis? And no, I, I, I don't think the manager. I'll let that happen. If he senses that it is affecting him, I'm, I'm sure he'll do something about it. But watch, I watched the game uh, the other night. Um, and at never any stage did I feel Celtic were under any trouble I, I think if they got that third goal they missed a couple of opportunities um, sloppy with, with the Livingston goal but they, they, they were still dominant enough but there was just some players you could tell when it was panning to the, the Celtic dugout he wasn't too happy there was a couple of players maybe overplaying or maybe showboating a bit too much and I, I don't think he'll like, accept that I know he's saying that there's a lot of games but I think he will make changes in the back of that he's not been happy with a couple of the performances because he strikes me as a manager where he'll no suffer fools if he doesn't think they're doing it he'll make changes because as he said you look at the Celtic bench that's one thing that I looked when I seen the starting 11 I looked at the bench and you're thinking it's a strong strong bench let's hear a bit more from the manager yep loads of possession loads of pressure but only 2-1 win but like I said we still need you know, a big better in the box you know because they're, they're really good quality opportunities and as you said it's not easy when when oppositions are camped in there to, to find that space but we do and then we don't have people getting in on the end of it and, and like I said some of it's just the you know, people working hard to get in those areas we've been very good in that department for a long time but you know, I think players have sort of got away from that a little bit and we've just got to re-emphasise how important it is. Mark, it sounds as though, and you should be pleased with uh, Leila Bada. Yeah, he's good, you know. Yeah, he's such a positive player and, you know, he's consistently causing you know, problems for the opposition. Again, there was a couple of times I thought he could, got in on the end of things and, and it's just about re-emphasising to us the principles of our play, particularly in that front third. Celtic fans would hate to lose him. There's going to be contract talks for him as well and that's not unusual, is it, 18 months in? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, uh, I don't expect Nabada to be leaving Celtic anytime soon, Paul. They can't stop bids coming in from, there's no doubt he's earning himself a very good reputation, and rightly so. But I think he's still, what, 20 years old? Um, you know, I think he's got another 18 months to go to Celtic, you know, get another 50, 60 games under your belt. Um, 
at this level European football again and then uh, take it for there so listen, I, I would expect one or two uh, first team players first team squad players to go next month but certainly not a badder you don't expect him to go Barry do you I know you'd like him to go as a Rangers legend no, I don't, <laughs> yeah. but one thing I, I like about a badder he's very, he's very positive when he gets the ball he's, he's, he's wanting to go on the outside as you see a lot of wide players nowadays they want to turn back and, and take the easy option when he gets in that final third his first, uh, first thought is take the man on get to the, the byline and, and get across in and Listen, for the, the age of 20, his numbers are exceptional, his, his assists are exceptional, but it's his goal scoring. Um, he brings goals to the, the Celtic team. And as I said, coming from a different country at a young, young age, sometimes it's hard for players to settle, but he's settled in really well. And I, I think he's one player that continues this form. I think Celtic will struggle at some stage to hold on to him, but I don't think he, he'll be going anytime soon, unless... Crazy, a offer. crazy, yeah. crazy offer comes in, and I'm sure Celtic would would probably then look to do business. But at this moment in time, you still got a lot of um, learning to do. You still got to fulfil that potential. But he's certainly in the right road. It's the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Guidi, and a few of the listeners have arrived in as well. It's nearly Christmas. Feels like Christmas Eve, doesn't it? Do you not think it feels like uh, the night before Christmas? Are you all organised, Barry? Yeah, yeah, everything. yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. lucky. I just need to get organised for one person. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for Mark. Yeah, <laughs> Mark, what about you? <laughs> yeah, all sorted. Yeah. I've got Barry's uh, Griff sorted. It's all wrapped. It's got a big bow on it and all that. So uh, I'll nip in. I'll nip in Jesus and uh, just drop it under the tree. <laughs> Given that it's Christmas, then I love what? Christmas, but I know do you, you know do. What? I, yeah, I, I get yeah. so excited. Um, yeah. Especially it's Christmas Eve. It's a big one for yeah. us. We go as a family, and then we obviously spend Christmas Christmas Day. You're going to the Panto, aren't you? No, no, I, oh, I, I no, you're not. No, no, no. Listen, I'm not getting involved in this. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I can't this year. Because my, my, my middle son, he's got a brace on his on his knees, so it'd be yeah. too difficult to get in and out. So. Trying to fix his teeth, it's a funny place well, to have a brace, but yeah, no, I know he's injured, which. Um, yeah, so, so you're not going to see for a wee bite, no. eat, and a, a couple, of, couple of drinks, and then back home and get prepared for. For Christmas Day, but I'm not getting involved in your stupid silly games. <laughs> You've done it for two and a half years, so why not one more show? Yeah, I'm getting wise yeah, to it. Yeah, now, exactly. <laughs> Crackers from Scottish football this year. Have a think about it during the show for you, Mark, and for you, Barry. Yeah. What have been? What's the cracking moment? The best, the the cracker of 2022. I suspect yours might have come. Yeah, mine's in, is that like a kind of personal one, yeah. like a family one that haven't a. a go, no, haven't. But travelling yeah. to Seville with my my two boys. Um, they were only young when. Luckily man, managed to get to Manchester yep. um, But to take them as, as grown men And, and spend the, the day with them In the crowd Just before it Having a few drinks How and, excited and just, were you that morning? Yeah, yeah. I, I loved it Because I could Obviously I, I, listen, I'm no shying away I, I grew up yep. a Rangers supporter So to go there and, and support the team And my, mm. my two boys And all my friends And, and just have a, a, a brilliant day Just unfortunately um, Just uh, lost out in, in penalties But for me that was probably um, the best, the, the best, yeah, mm. the, the highlight for me um, having to, to go there with the, the two boys and enjoy it. I had a brilliant day, brilliant yeah. experience, mm. and um, it's memories for me. That do you think you'll be back watching Rangers uh, or European Celtic final? In European final, yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I, I says in two thousand and eight, I don't think it would mm-hmm. happen no. again, and it did um, last well this year with, yeah. with Rangers. Mm. Look, you, you never know. It's again. 
Certainly no Champions League, but Europa no. League. Listen, there's always there's sure. always a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, if Rangers or Celtic are playing at home, they're lucky they draw, and uh, you, you never know, Paul. But I, I think it's a it's a hard ask for for both Rangers and Celtic to do it again. Barry Ferguson's cracker of the year we'll get Mark Guides in the next section if you're just tuning in the Go Radio Football Show we've given you the Rangers news for tonight it's John McLaughlin in goals rather than Alan McGregor we think there is a bug in the camp this may be the reason it's Tavernier Goldson and Davies are back together for the first time in a long time and Devine Lundstrom Jack and Arfield super sub two goals at the in the midweek Tillman Sakala and Kent there's so many games aren't you you think is this the weekend is it the yeah. midweek or whatever but that's the Rangers uh, starting can, can, 11 can I just say yeah. about young Devine he, he deserves plaudits I think the young man's handled um, the last two games brilliantly playing at left back he's naturally a, a right back um, so to be asked to go and do do a job there I, I think the young man's been a, been a credit uh, he's done brilliantly and hopefully that c- uh, continues tonight and Mark not easy to come in in a team that you know the manager's just gone the previous yeah. manager must be a difficult time to come in yeah and uh, he's come in and he's, he's had to face up to, to Rangers being um, behind mm-hmm. in, in both yeah. games and, and staging uh, a comeback he's coming in not playing on his, his natural side he's not on his, his right foot so right away you know um, he's he's handicapped from that respect but yeah he has shown up uh, well strikes me as a the tighter boy is a good young pro just delighted to be in the, the starting lineup. he's not going to be high maintenance he's not going to be mourning he'll just try and do his, do- his job diligently and uh, at the moment he has served the uh, Rangers very well and another vote of confidence from the manager starting again tonight The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go Let's go Great to see some of the audience in Barry to say hello some yeah, it's brilliant to see yeah. them in, go out and get a couple of pictures, um, have a wee chat. And then, were they um, okay when you asked them for pictures? That is the first, right? can, can I just say, <laughs> yeah. about the, the travel coming on, yeah. i seen James the producer sprint <laughs> 15 uh, yards here. Straight up the M8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but listen, yeah. no power near legs. Is it? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Poor, poor turn of pace. Poor turn of pace. <laughs> you get slaughtered in radio. There's a great atmosphere with the team here at the night out. I just Barry, see you. Uh, Barry, Barry, I'm still... Yeah, no, you uh, were yeah. a tricky winger, I uh, get exactly. Oh, tricky. <laughs> um, um, and the night out, Barry goes, Ah, Pi Paul, good to see you. You can hope me get changed. <laughs> and I'd got the best on, I thought. No, I thought you, you did. You looked well. Thank you, you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you tried. Yeah, exactly. Did my best. You, you eh? made an yeah. effort, and that's all you can ask. <laughs> you can get through to Barry and to Mark, two sleeps to go to Christmas, but more importantly, no sleeps before the Rangers game tonight the Motherwell game as well and then tomorrow one sleep before Celtic tomorrow up against St Johnson at 12.30 St Mirren home at last against Aberdeen that's going to be some game mm, tomorrow Mark yeah. isn't it Dundee United against Hearts Hebs against Livingston I see Jim Goodwin you know coming back to Love yeah. Street he said that's the worst he's ever felt in football the other night the, oh. the injury time goals I, I have to point. I felt for him and I felt for any manager uh, under the you know you think we'll at least get a point and then you know it's snatched away but you know credit to Rangers and to, to, to Scott Arfield for, for keeping going they never stopped and, and, and they got the rewards in the end. But for Aberdeen, that was absolutely crushing, particularly for the the stick that Jim received for, you know, 48 hours after the, the 1-0 defeat to Celtic for being so defensive. Um, 
and he thought oh, you know I'm going to get my own back here 2-1 up against Rangers two really good goals let's be honest you know both Aberdeen goals okay yes Alan McGregor the first one but you know really good uh, finishes so to, to not come away with anything was sore on him and uh, it's a, just another reminder to anybody out there I always say Paul they, they take victories for granted or oh, winning a title I no bother winning a title you won a or avoiding relegation or whatever it may be you get into the top six it just shows you it takes a lot of hard work takes a lot of concentration particularly now well I think now it's you know we need to watch what we're doing for the 90 minutes but it's no 90 minutes anymore it's 100 minutes it's 100 minutes of football now that's, that's what you've got you know, you think extra times now um, so it's not a 90 minute game anymore it's 100 minutes Do you think the smaller teams the other teams will be saying oh if we're up against Celtic or Rangers there'll be time added on yeah, and, you know, and if sorry, yeah, if Rangers are Celtic need it. Yeah, but, but if, you know, um, we've seen it now in, in the World Cup. You know, FIFA have put a put a marker. I'll be interested to see what happens yep. in the English Premier League when that uh, starts back tomorrow. But now you're looking at. I mean, we've regularly getting seven, six, seven minutes. Get up very rarely happens. But I don't have a problem with it. I think I think it's right. You know, you look at most games, and they'll say the ball's actually in play properly in play for less than an hour. Um, in most games so no I don't have a problem with six, seven, eight minutes being added on absolutely not I see Barry almost 200,000 people have signed a petition demanding FIFA replay it's never going to happen the World Cup final France against Argentina they say they Why? want an unbiased referee they're oh, not happy no, about the referee no, now, I'm not having that no. and I would I'm imagine that. sure yeah. End of that for people well, in France. I would imagine. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's I'm, going to be. That's not even up for debate. That, that for me. The, the Polish referee was very, very good. Just ripped that one. Up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we better get a debate. That's it, right? Okay. That one's coming out of the podcast. Well, let's get back to the traffic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can we? Here we go. Uh, how's our calf, James? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm just. We're coming back to Scotland in a moment or two. I see. Um, Oh, he's, get, he's, get, he's giving me daggers here. No, no, no. There's going to be an official complaint against Emmy Martinez because of his antics. The antics they're saying bullying of Kylian what? Mbappe. Oh, yeah, I think that's going a bit crazy. But his see how he behaved, Barry. What did you think of the the antics at the penalties of the Argentinian goalkeeper? It happens. It's part of football. He's just trying to put a player off. I would do the same thing. Dry my eyes. Yep, yep. Uh, honestly, sure. I, I don't yeah. see why no. there's a. An issue there Mbappe but, would expect that anyway It's unsporting uh, But is it going to put A player who has quality And concentration off No it's no. But you try And that's what the goalkeeper Has been trying to do Mark Mbappe scored the three penalty kicks Tucked him away Beautifully well <laughs> um, <point>. So That's <laughs> <laughs> a script going <laughs> um, But no I mean I, I refer to you know, 1984 European Cup final Liverpool v Roma In the Olympic Stadium in Rome Bruce Grobola a hero of mine was brilliant Bruce Grobelard mm-hmm. get lauded for it because he did play a part getting and that's before we you know, we really studied in psychology came into, uh, into football the way it is now but he put the Roma players off now the flip side of that is and the same for Emi Martinez and Sunday is you can make yourself look foolish if they bang 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 the goals and then you know, all of a sudden if, if Argentina didn't win it might be a case of why would you know just stand your line and focusing yeah. rather than playing the clown but it's not it's worked Argentina are world champions and for anybody to use the word bullying uh, in terms of that it's an absolute disgrace that's a non-starter this is what worries me about modern day football Mm. all this stuff Uh, I would expect if I'm going up with a penalty the goalkeeper would maybe come out and try and touch the ball maybe try and put you off go and start moving behind the line that's a natural thing to happen yep 
I'd, I'd like the fact that you based your game as a goalkeeper. He was a goalkeeper, as we know, at St Mirren and Albion Rovers. He, he, he makes he a brilliant point. I, I remember watching Bruce Gobler, uh, Grobler yeah. in goals, and that's all he was moving about all over the place. Yeah, trying was, to put, wasn't he? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Trembling knees yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, 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 yeah. You were more and Bruce for sight than Bruce Grobler. <laughs> yeah, but, but it works sometimes. Good yeah, sometimes good it doesn't, but that's part of football. You try and yeah. put your opponent off. Yeah, Of course. Yeah. Christmas crackers coming up. Uh, if you're just tuning in, the Rangers news mm. for tonight is that Alan McGregor, we think it's a bug. He's not playing. It's going to be McLaughlin. Barry, you'll give us the full team. Tavernier, Goldson, uh, Devine, and obviously in between the two of them, Ben Davies. The rest yeah, of the team. I, I, going back to um, the game at Petaudry, I was very surprised that Ben Davies n- never started. Why um, do you think that was? I, I, I don't know. Maybe he's, he's thinking ahead to maybe... The, the old firm game making sure that both Golston and Davis are 100% um, fit uh, but he, he, listen he came on a half an hour to go I'm not surprised he's playing tonight I think Golston and Davis when everybody's fit that's probably looking to me that's going to be the partnership and the strongest partnership there's a lot of experience between the two of them Davis brings a bit of balance with being a left pegger um, but again looking at this Rangers team as you say McLaughlin and goals, Tavernier Golston Davies Devine Jack Lundstrom, Arfield, Tillman, Sakala, Kent. That's more than strong enough to take the three points off Ross County tonight. That'll come down to how much Rangers want it, what their attitude's like up at a, a Friday night, Dingwall, freezing cold. It's all about attitude, application. If Rangers do their things correctly, they come back down the road um, with three points in the bag Mark Rangers were caught out early just over a week ago against Hibs of course um, from a, a free kick or a, a corner kick mm. Ryan Porteous up there you'll be looking they'll be looking for Jordan White to do some damage early on mm. up against you know Goldson and Davies and Young Devine there yeah Jordan White scored a good header against St Johnson and, and Saturday it was an old fashioned ball into the box and there he was right in between the two central defenders and popped a header down um, from seven yards you know the, 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 a couple of tidy players uh, Ross County, you know Malky's always got them well um, organised, well well drilled up there with with, uh, with Don Cowie. But you know, just looking at both sides, um, even with the changes that Rangers have made, that's a that's a strong um, team. You know, you look at Tillman, the quality that that he's got. Sakala, you know, he's been putting a few goals in. Kent's starting to get going um, again. The, the midfield, you know, Lundstrom and Ryan Jack at the heart of it. Scott Arfield will say they'll be absolutely buzzing. The manager will be delighted to have Goldson and Davis back together. On the other hand, he'll be keeping his fingers crossed that nothing happens to them tonight. The minutes that they can sure. come through it unscathed, and then you got to take a positive. It's John McLaughlin's getting a game under his belt um, as well. So look, there's a, there's a lot of things there for Rangers, but they should go um, and win the game, and I think they should go and win it comfortably. Barry, there's reports today as well about Ryan Kent that Southampton are interested in him. Would you be surprised at that? And do you no, think it's I, I'm not surprised. I, I believe that he's Rangers' best player, Ryan Kent. I do, on, on his day. Um, look, his form's not been amazing over the last few months. Um, everybody knows that. But the way that Michael Beale's setting up his team, Paul, it's given him a bit of freedom. And it looks to me that he's um, the reins are off him a wee bit now. Uh, you, you seen I thought the first half against Aberdeen he was unplayable at times faded out the game in the second half but the last 10-15 minutes he, he came back into it and obviously uh, it was his shot on goal yeah. look the goalkeeper's got to do better and one thing I will say I think the Aberdeen goalkeeper is a very good goalkeeper yeah. I was very rarely, yeah, yeah. very rarely see yeah. him make a mistake but that was a mistake 
our field obviously pops in but I'm not surprised that teams are going to be looking at Ryan Kent but if you're asking my honest opinion I think Ryan Kent will agree a new contract with the Rangers I, I think he'll, he'll be here to stay maybe no long term but I think in the short term maybe the next year or whatever he'll certainly um, sign an extension to um, his Rangers contract Here's Michael Beale before the game yesterday speaking about what's been missing from his side. I think just the rhythm, you know, it's clear that we haven't had centre-backs, we haven't had a stable back four. Um, we've managed to win two very, very important games without it, which shows a different side in terms of their mentality and possibly a strength of the squad that's probably being overlooked because the performance has not been perfect, but the results have been, I think, there have been two two nils. You'd have only still got six points. So the reality is, we've played two games against two of the tougher opponents, and we've come out with the with the results, which is the most important thing right now. I think looking ahead, if you're looking for a soundbite there, mate, in terms of what I'm looking for in January, what I want is everybody to be fit. And if that's not going to be until the start of Feb, I think that will be the moment that I can assess the squad, whose contract should be renewed, who should stay and what areas I think we need to improve in. There's one or two, but I would, re- remind, would prefer to keep that in-house at the moment. So he's saying Barry wants to see the players back fit. January, February, more of them back then, before he decides. It sounds as though, as you've said, the summer is going to be the, the bigger window for him. Yeah, it probably is, because we, we all know predominantly January is a, a yeah. tough window to operate in, but he knows himself there's a bit of work to be done with that Rangers team Paul there's no getting away for it um, listen brilliant six points over the last couple of games but um, parts of that again that game at Petodre certainly in the second half is a bit of a, an eye opener um, listen brilliant character to come back no doubt about mm-hmm. it that's one thing that they, they showed certainly up, up at Petodre but um, clearly he knows that he needs to bring in players to, to strengthen that, that team big time no just numbers yeah. he needs to bring players in to come straight into that starting 11 and that's going to cost a few pounds whether you get a, a player in a, a free transfer sometimes you get the players as a one off but look I, I think there will need to be money made available because that Rangers team certainly needs strengthened Mark because soon we'll be talking about you know the 30 or 40 million whatever it is for the Champions League and yeah. they both got a good part of that in 2022 but next year uh, you know there's one guaranteed place isn't there it's unlikely that they would both first and second would get into Champions League unlikely yeah um, you know you know, I don't think Rangers at this moment in time will be budgeting for, for being um, champions but they have to find a way um, Paul you know at times on uh, Tuesday night I watched the game and after the ball, Rangers look miles off it you know, I, you know after 65, 70, 75 minutes I'm thinking Aberdeen are very comfortable uh, they're going to see this game out they're going, to, they're going to win the game I just thought Rangers just not on at all defensively at sixes and sevens can't clear their lines James Sands all over the place don't think Conor Goldson covered himself in glory um, at times either so you're looking at that but then as I said as a manager can I, I think he assessed it pretty well at the end You know, 5 out of 10 for, for performance 10 out of 10 uh, for character and he's just got to hope that the, that the character's going to see them through um, a number of games this season until he can go and strengthen. But between the January window and the summer window, there's a lot of work needing to be done. Because if you're going to base it on what are you trying to achieve, your number one goal is to become the champions. To become the champions, you need to overtake Celtic over 38 games. And right now, if you look at the squads, as they both sit, Celtic are miles ahead. 
Would you agree with that, Barry? Celtic are miles ahead of yeah, Rangers but, squad. Paul, I keep yeah. saying to people the league table doesn't lie. Sure. They're nine points ahead, sixteen goals. Correct me if I'm wrong. Something like that. Yeah, Something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So look, I'm yeah. not getting away for the fact, is it? It's, but it's been hard this season. Mm-hmm. Um, a new manager's is it 17, 17 goals? Yeah. A new manager's come in. There's a different style. There's a couple of players who are bringing a bit of form back, but listen, it does need surgery. It needs a big bit of surgery, and that is going to cost a, a, a bit of money. Whether that's in January or the summer, there's going to be comes, there's going to be goings. There's no doubt about it. But Michael Beale knows himself. January and the summer is massive for him. Mark, you were on a roll there. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just no. wanted to get. Yeah, that, I'm, you know, I'm not getting yeah, away for the of fact. Course. Yeah. No, look, I think I think it's plenty. See, Michael Beale's. No, Dan, I mean, you know, sometimes we all know managers and players will say things in the public domain. There's just some things that they've got to say, some things mm-hmm. they can't say. But privately, behind closed doors, Michael Beale and his staff and Ross Wilson, and I'm pretty sure the board of directors, if they're not deluded, then they'll know. We've got a lot of catching up to mm-hmm. do. Celtic are looking strong. Financially, the muscle you look at, you know, if need be, if Celtic wanted to go and sell £30 million of talent, in the January window they needed to bring in 30 they could go and do it without significantly weakening their squad I think they could still go and do that and still win the title um, and Juranovic will probably go aye aye I mean I think he'll be I think that's you know for me that looks a, a fairly done deal yeah. where, where he ends up don't know but there sure. appears a willingness in all parties the players obviously had his, hair turned, his yeah. head turned his agents been working very very hard not just since the World Cup but I think during the summer and Celtic have, have you know made provisions for it happening by signing Alistair Johnson and they've obviously got Alistair, um, Tony Ralston um, there as well so I Ravanic is going to bring them in a lot of money exactly amount we don't know yet but he's going to bring them in a right few quid um, and there's others there that they could they could sell um, if they want to but um, Rangers immediate targets obviously one tonight one midweek at Hopi Motherwell and they've got to find a way in front of their own supporters, 50,000 on January the 2nd at lunchtime, of beating Celtic to make a title race of it in the second half of the season. Yeah, it's short-term targets, it's blocks. Rangers are looking at small blocks just now. Ross County, Muddle, you're going into that game, you never know what could happen with St Johnson and, and Celtic going to, I think it's, is it Easter, where, where are they going after that, is it Hibs? Celtics, yeah, uh-huh. Easter Road, Easter Road, Road. Road. Yeah. Right, right, that's what I thought. So you're looking, maybe something could slip up yeah. there, which, in my opinion, is very unlikely. So you're going into that game, hoping that Rangers win both games, and then getting something for the the, the old firm game. No doubt about it. But it's short term targets just now. Rangers can allow Celtic to get any further ahead of them, because watching that game. Up at Petodria, I'm sitting thinking that this is going to be a long four month, mm-hmm. a long, long four month, yeah. and then um, thank God, God for uh, <laughs> goodness, should I say, for uh, Scotty yeah. Harfield. It would have been all over, wouldn't it? You'd have yeah, been saying, yeah, that's do you know, what? I never seen, I honestly did not see yeah. Rangers score. Mm-hmm. Then when Scott Harfield scored that equaliser. I sat and I turned around to my two boys and I says, Rangers are going to score a winner here. I did just you? Felt yeah. It. yeah, but uh-huh. before that equaliser, I never felt at any stage that Rangers were going to. We're going to score, so um, it could Mystic, have been. It could have been yeah. yeah, it could have been a long, long four, <laughs> four and a bit month. Because um, to go twelve points behind, you can't. That, that would have been definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't allow that to happen. Raise the flag now, 
And, you know, although the Celtic fans would be wanting naturally Rangers to lose there, see as the season goes on, keeps a bit of, keeps more than a bit of interest just now. And it I, does. Yeah, There's no I, question. I, mean, I, I yeah. think for for us in the media, you, you want to see a title yeah. race. I mean, I, sure. you know, you think back um, in the past 22 years, yeah. so you know, we had um, two, you know, 03 and 05 mm. deciders, 08. And I think Barry's involved in the, yeah. the three of them. Um, yep. 08 when Celtic uh, pipped at, at Taradice in the last day. So we've had, we've had a few and it's great drama. Absolutely course, great drama yeah. for the neutral, for the media. I'm sure if you spoke to, to Celtic Rangers supporters, even Barry was a player in the Rangers dressing room, if you speak to players now, they would just like, nah, I'd rather win it by 20 points. I'd rather leather it into the opposition and show that we are proper think, chat. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the, the last day drama and all that yeah. special, but if you say to them, oh, yeah. hey, what? Do you want me? Do you want me to go down without knowing the outcome? Do you want me to go down to the last day, or do you want is it? You want it wrapped up with six games to go, just to put yeah. the, the 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 other team on the other side of the city in their place? Then I'm sure uh, they would happen. And particularly now, when you speak to the Celtic players, the Celtic managers, the Celtic supporters um, of having that guaranteed Champions League, Paul. You know what a difference that makes to their pre-season. You know what a difference it makes. Barry, you're smiling. Yeah, I'm sure. Matt must have been in the dressing room when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's exactly, yeah you, yeah. you want to ram it down their throats, your opposition, you know what I mean? You want to go and you want to dominate it and and no enjoy the last four or five games or whatever. But to be honest with you, it's great for the fans or great for the neutral, should I say, that it's going to go down to the wire. But no, I, I was like that. No, listen, let's win it as early as possible. Right. Have you ever met a neutral? <laughs> I'll ask you <laughs> show with Macklin Motors representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go, go. There's definitely a Christmas feel in here this evening, <laughs> please stay with us this will get better, I promise you, we're trying to fly in a presenter now no, not you two, you two are on fire, 0808 17 17 700 if you want to join the conversation what's been your Christmas cracker of 2022, Mark's is coming in a moment for Barry, it was the travel with his boys to Savannah in May unforgettable experience I mean how many were there 80, yeah as I said listen it's memories yeah. um, that will live forever Paul uh, it was brilliant I never thought it would ever happen again but to, I mean I was lucky enough as a player unfortunately um, we never sure. won it but for the, the Rangers team to get there again and then to go as a it's just as as a fan and, and travel and be amongst all the my family my friends and all the Rangers support no it was a, a, a brilliant brilliant um 48 hours I had on the socials at Go Football Show give suffered. us your thoughts I, suffered, yeah. but. I think the most disappointing moment of the season I'm going to get yours Mark your best was Scotland failing to qualify wasn't it for yeah, the World Cup yeah mm. I mean Mark we. What, what do you think when you look back on it now six months ago uh, you know um, had we beaten Ukraine I, I I would have really fancied us going to Wales and winning that game, uh, Paul. Um, I would have, but it wasn't to be in Scotland. Just I don't know if they froze. I don't know. Well, Ukraine certainly caught it by by surprise, and we know obviously everything that was going on in the world there at that point, and, and is still uh, going on. They still have all our, our, our sympathies, yeah. but um, you know, credit to Ukraine. They, they just showed up on the night and produced something special. They couldn't replicate it uh, down in Wales four days later. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a massive blow after after getting to the Euros. Uh, the previous year, I think you know that we all thought, yeah, we're we're, we're going to do this. Um, you know, when you think of the the results that they got on the way, how they turned it around, you know, against Denmark and you know getting some really good results. Hamden was buzzing, absolutely buzzing uh, for a couple of the games, but um, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. But they've recovered well. 
and they've got themselves in a good position they're guaranteed a playoff place for Euro 2024 in Germany I've got Spain and Norway the two big teams um, for the, the campaign that starts in March and you want to just qualify automatically but it's great to have that fallback should it be required and yet in recent weeks Barry when you saw Wales you must have thought that should have been us yeah uh, I, I didn't and maybe that's why I wasn't too engrossed mm. in the the World Cup because obviously Scotland went there and I, I did fancy our, our mm. chances what Mark just says there I, I did think <laughs> the players frozen that day against Ukraine yeah. and it was very unlike them because previous to that they, they were always um, they're always good for the, the win and I always fancied them but just at the start of the game in five, ten minute, uh, five or ten minutes into it I just sensed they weren't they weren't on it and sometimes you get the days which unfortunately in suffered. the Euros first game in the Euros yeah which um, suffered and I agree I think we could have if we get through that Ukraine game I think we're a better team than Wales I do um, so yeah but a big disappointment for um, everybody connected with, with, with Scotland but listen I'm sure we'll, we'll qualify for uh, 2004 because I do believe we've got the right man for the job and Steve Clark, the coaching staff behind them mm-hmm. And I believe we've got um, the right players to take us forward. The only one position that I'm concerned about is the goalkeeping situation mm-hmm. going forward. Yeah. Is Craig Gordon going to carry on? We don't know. Listen, his form's still great. He's still doing his thing for for Hearts. But then, as you know, it's like as time goes on. I think Craig Gordon's what forty-one. He's either, he's either a yeah. Christmas birthday or a New mm-hmm. Year's. He's, he's he's hitting his next birthday yep. in the next few mm-hmm. days. Aye. Yep. So th- that's the only concern mm-hmm. that when, when I look mm-hmm. at the Scotland team is the goalkeeping situation going forward because behind that I do believe we've got good goalkeepers but we've not they've not got enough mm-hmm. international experience he's 40 next week you're right yeah, yeah. Uh, on Hugmanay 31st December he was born 1982 was you're right a, I was saying 41 yeah. sorry Craig and there's no pipeline is there really Xander Clark did so well last year but hasn't been seen this year he's on yeah, the bench he's, isn't yeah, he yeah he's at Hearts uh, he's on no the plane. bench Le- yeah. exactly yeah. Liam Kelly Maybe yep. Yep. Robbie McCrory we'll, we'll have got good goalkeeper the three goalkeepers that we've just mentioned there but the only issue I've got is is the experience right, the, the thing for me is going right back for a long long time Paul but Barry's time and even before that you know when it was Leighton late and Gorham yep. we then had McGregor Marshall and Gordon in your <laughs> time you know 15 years ago when you, when you 12, 10, 15 years ago I think we've got a number of good goalies but we don't have an exceptional goalkeeper coming through yep. and that that's the problem you know, somebody like can pull off the saves that Craig, Craig Gordon pulled off, that David Marshall pulled off in the penalty shootout, that Alan McGregor used to pull off late and Gorham time and time again. So hopefully somebody emerges, picks up that big game experience, becomes a real presence, whatever club that they happen to be playing at, dominates their, their box, a good communicator. You know, because you look at the World Cup there, you know, and, and we say that in this programme time and time again, um, Goalkeepers are so important. Don't, you know, oh, apart oh, apart from the number yeah. nine, for me, it's the most important position mm-hmm. um, on the pitch. You go back to it. You look at Celtic going for ten in a row, Barkas and goals, disaster. Yeah, they bring in Joe Hart. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. they look like a team again. Yeah. Um, Rangers had, for me, Alan McGregor was mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard's best signing over the period of time. Every sign that Stephen Gerrard made, Alan McGregor for his consistency was Stephen Gerrard's best signing. And he signed them back at what, 36, 37? Yeah, yeah but listen, it is, it's one yeah. of the most important positions. I've been lucky enough to play with some except, I mean, exceptional goalkeepers. And see, when you've got an exceptional goalkeeper behind you, just puts you at ease. Because mm. you know teams are yeah. going to create chances, yeah. they're going to have uh, shots on goal. 
Um, but nine times out of ten, a top goalkeeper um, pulls top saves off. And I always say it domestically, a top goalkeeper's worth at least 15 points a season. See, Joe Hart's been speaking today, Mark, and he's saying that the gaffer was right. He's not happy in some areas. He'll drop people if need be. And he was speaking highly about his manager. But there's a keeper that we'd kind of almost forgotten about. Joe Hart, 75 England caps, mm. looked to be all over. He was the third choice at Tottenham. Suddenly he's because uh, Celtic when they lost Fraser Foster when they thought they had him yeah. you know two years before that was a big moment in that season and and that COVID year. Let's hear Ange speaking about tomorrow. Next up, there's nine points between them just now. Rangers could make it six points tonight. It's St. Johnson in town tomorrow. I think there's similar challenges. Um, yeah, the thing about St. Johnson, a little bit like Livingston, is that they don't really change their approach whether they're playing us or they're playing any other side. And I think there's a consistency in their approach which. Yeah, it means that you know, their, their players understand their roles really well um, and we need to be really disciplined in our approach, play our football uh, to make sure that we can counteract that and and gain the dominance we need to to, to win the game but um, we'll be under no illusions, it'll be a tough one. Barry, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I disagree yeah. with Postacoglu yeah. there. Yeah, they, they do change. You, you can't go and be wide open at Celtic Park. I think St Johnson would play differently. Slightly differently at McDermott Park, um, but they, they they do change when when they come up against Celtic because they're coming up against a quality opposition and players that they can hurt you. If you leave space in behind, you know what's going to happen. They're going yeah. to hurt you, and so does Cam Davis. So, like, yeah. And Callum's uh, an intelligent manager. And um, listen, I, I said during the week it would have been easy for um, Celtic to get past Livingston, and and to be fair to Livingston. They did make it hard. Celtic did create chances, and and I think I think Celtic will win, but I don't think it will be an easy one for them. But I do think teams do have to change their approach when they do certainly go away to places like Celtic Park and and Ibrox. Mark St Johnson will adapt. I mean, Callum Davidson is a top tactician, but would they be strong enough for Celtic? And do you think Celtic will be they'll be hurting a bit the the criticism of the manager for the the performance the other night <clears throat> yeah I mean, you'd expect Celtic to come out of the traps tomorrow yep. changes you know, it'll be freshened up which areas the manager decides to freshen up and don't know you would probably expect Jack and Marcus to start give him a start do you tomorrow, think he but, will? well you know, I don't want to get carried away with the, the, the speculation and, and at it but is there something going on with Jack and Marcus and Celtic is there a wee, I thought there was a there was a bit of frustration more than anything you know a few weeks ago when it, when it started to, to, to read it said about the possibility of him leaving whether well, it was a contract talks had broken down and he's changed his agent or one or two clubs might have been sniffing about I thought yeah. it was a frustration but maybe as an unhappiness I'm not sure but I would normally expect him to come and start tomorrow but we'll see that'll be an interesting um, one for St Johnson they did three or four uh, regular first team players missing last week in Dingwall so you've got right away you've got Ryan McGowan you've got Alec Mitchell um, you know, you've you've got guys like that um, available again, Melker Holberg. Um, so there's a chance for St. Johnson yep. to go there and try and do something, but they'll come up against a really tough um, Celtic team, which again, it's just about trying to get a victory, keep the nine, nine point gap. And Barry, we spoke about it last night on the program. Jikamakis posted something cryptic the other day after the game, um, and it's him with his hands up just before he goes on, with only what eleven minutes to go, and he's got the the old sands of time running out there. Is it his time at Celtic, or is it the time he had on the bench? I don't think he looks happy. No, because listen, all football players want to play games of football. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure he'll be frustrated. As I say, he's a player that's um, that's grew on me. I did. I wasn't mm. too sure of him, I'll be honest with you, 
when he, when he first came and I said that the other night yeah. is that due down to because he never had a pre-season right, yeah. he was a bit behind in, in, in fitness but um, one thing about him he brings a physical presence he works his socks off and he does the hardest thing in the game and yep. that's score goals and with him scoring goals there's going to be a bit of interest in him um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in January because uh, Celtic yeah, I believe you need if you want to be successful you need at least three strikers or centre forwards number nines at, at, at the club would you prefer Gikamakis to play on January the 2nd for Celtic or Kyogo? Uh, none of them. <laughs> none Dip- of them. But I'll, but I'll be honest with you, yeah. I think, I think Giacomakis. Yeah. I think Celtic look better mm-hmm. with Giacomakis. I think um, Kyogo will start tomorrow. I mean, the question is, who do the better job tomorrow against St they're, Johnson? They're different, they're yeah. different sure, players. I, different, I think yeah. if, if you want pace in behind, mm-hmm. movement, and saying that y- Yakimakis yeah. movement's very good as well he's just not as nippy mm-hmm. as Kyogo um, and he brings obviously a presence in there Yakimakis um, but saying that so Kyogo doesn't shy away from getting in, in for, for headers but listen both of them are, are, are top quality strikers they've proven that in the Scottish game it'll be interesting to see who, who starts tomorrow against St Johnson Sophie is in the room so it's the news is up next and then we're back with Barry and Mark 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com Let's go, go. Football show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 uh, thanks Sophie for the news We're just talking about some great defenders of the past The Rangers captain for example Terry Butcher Celtic's Paul Elliott Some great players Massive in the game And who are the big stars of today? Well for Rangers the manager's been saying He needs to get the defence sorted out We gave you an hour ago at the top of the programme Four changes in the Rangers lineup tonight At Dingwall Alan McGregor is not playing Is it because of the other night? But probably more likely Because there's been a bug in the camp Barry, the Rangers lineup we gave it an hour ago, so the big news is no Morelos. But again, we don't know if it's because of a bug or the manager's just saying, "Hey, Sakala's been scoring. You're on the bench." Yeah, I watched Michael Michael Beale's um, interview yesterday, and he did say that Morelos um, pulled out of training the day before the the Aberdeen game. So m- maybe that's a reoccurrence, a, a, an injury. We, we don't know. We just need to wait till after the game. But again, Paul. I've looked at the the starting eleven a number of times, and and for me it's it's still a, a real strong um, starting eleven. I, I look at the midfield three: Ryan Jack, Lundstrom, and, and Scotty Arfield. And as Mark mentioned previous, uh, previously, Arfield he'll be absolute buzzing getting the two goals uh, done a night. It's a chance for Sakala to use his pace right through the middle. You've got Ryan Kent showing good bit uh, good bit of form, but I, I'm happy with with Ghost and Ben Davis. That brings a real um, solid um, centre-back pairing, um, a good bit of experience between them, good bit of balance, as I'd mentioned um, previously as well. So I look at the starting eleven from Rangers and, and that's um, that's strong enough to, to make sure they come away with three points, but it's going to come down to their attitude tonight. That's what it's like. You're going up there in a the cold, wet um, night. Um, it's always a hard place to get three points but your attitude's got to be spot on which it should be every single game but I fully expect Rangers to come out with the three points 
and to be clear, the, 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 you don't expect Celtic to lose anything between now and no, the Rangers game. No, 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 no I, question. I, I, yeah. I think it will be tough tomorrow because yeah. Callum Davis and St Johnson are having a real good season. You had a, a brilliant transfer window, I, I thought, Callum. I think he's brought in players who have certainly made St Johnson a better team. Um, but I, I fully expect Rain, uh, sorry, Celtic to, to win the game tomorrow and also go Easter Road during the week and, and get three points Mark, first of all your thoughts then on Rangers for those who are just joining us here on the Go Radio Football <coughs> Show with Macklin Motors then Rangers tonight he's freshened it up maybe he's had to as well but it, the squad you want to be playing at this after the break you need to get back playing again yeah and just keep winning games Paul they've got 6 out of 6 there's, there's been a few hairy moments um, but the bottom line is they've got the points on the board you know that they've managed to, to hang in there and that's all that Michael Beale Kadashno, bear in mind, he's, since he was appointed manager, he's probably only had 10, 12 proper sessions um, with his players. You'll be delighted, that's a solid four. You look at that square, or it should be a solid four. Goldson, Davies, mm-hmm. Jack and Lundstrom in front of him. That's a solid four because he, he likes his, his full-backs absolutely bombing forward. So they can just give you that protection and then you look at the rest... Arfield, Tillman, Sakala, Kent, all attack-minded players, all of them will have a go. They'll interchange, there'll be plenty of movement. Um, go on. No Morelos in the starting 11, he's been left out. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I wouldn't have him in the starting 11 anyway. And I think that team that, that's there is absolutely good enough to go and win the game comfortably. Barry? Yeah, yep, no, you're happy. No, yep. Yep, I, I yep. agree with him and I, I like his uh, way of putting it. The, the box, I, I like the box. Yep. The, I think, as I said last week against Hibs, certainly in the first half, the di- discipline in the midfielders for me wasn't good enough. I think um, the second half against Hibs, up at Petaudry, Ryan Jack was a lot more disciplined um, and I think Lundstrom will be more disciplined tonight. And that allows you two fullbacks to get away up high and wide. And it allows um, Arfield, Tillman, Sakala and Kent to go and interchange and, and do their, their, do the business and do the damage in the final third. We're going to hear the manager speaking about Borna Barisic and his return, which is still a number of days away. I want to ask you about that in a moment or two. Cross to Celtic are in action, 12.30 tomorrow against St. Johnson. This was Ange Postacoglu after the game the other night, the 2-1 win over Livy. wasn't our best. Um, yeah, I thought the first half we, we kind of controlled the game really well. I was just disappointed that yeah, we had some great opportunities, some balls in the box and we just didn't have enough people in there or numbers in there and... You know, we just didn't work hard enough to, to capitalise on, on those areas and then 2-0 to concede a goal like we did. Um, yeah, we've been pretty good for a long time and not conceding soft goals. That was a, a really soft one today and yeah, that was disappointing. He was asked about Anthony Ralston who was injured. Uh, hopefully it's not too bad. It kind of felt a back spasm. He was in the wars a little bit to be fair. He got a knock on the ankle, got a bang on the nose and then uh, his back sort of seized up. So... Um, took him off but uh, hopefully it's not too bad most of the Celtic fans there thought it would be 3-1 they did put something out saying it was 3-1 and a badder goal but it was chalked off the manager was asked about it afterwards you know, I'm not going to be asking for one ultimately I said a few weeks ago I'm not going to keep banging on about VAR and, and it's intrusion in the game but um, yeah, there's another one for you that offside is also one that they can go to the monitor to VAR any thoughts on that Mark the other evening Paul, I, I, I didn't see the, the, the game, I just saw the goals um, yeah. from, from after, so I can't really um, comment on it, so I, I don't know. I, We'd love to have I, a period now, sorry, without VAR featuring as the main I, thing. I, I, yeah. you know, I like VAR, I, I think it had to, to come in, um, but I, I, I just I, I get fed up about every incident, you mm. know, VAR and you know, the handball and it hit his arm and it hit here <laughs> and it hit there, let's see if it's no given. It's no given, um, and whatever reasons VAR's involved, like we say, yeah, VAR's there, but 
you know, a lot of the time with VAR, it's still down to the opinion of a human being. A referee in the van um, in the East End of Glasgow and the referee on the pitch live at the game. A lot of it's factual, but just as much of it is down to opinion and some people will call it differently and like it or lump it, just need to get on with it. Barry, what do you think on VAR? Can we learn anything from the World Cup and the way it was... Uh used there or just to be a bit a, a bit quicker but if you're asking yeah. my, my opinion on a, ba- or, or, a badder yeah it's a goal you think it's a goal it's yep. a, he's offside when Callum McGregor flicks it on yep the ball bounces the the Livington uh, Livingston defender goes to header it and misjudge it mm. and at that stage a bad is then onside so for me um, it's a goal so why didn't they give it I'll need to ask a referee yeah. have you got his number yeah. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do you know what I, I'm looking at it and I, yeah. I've, I, I've got the beauty of watching it five, sure. six times that's the point of VAR yeah um, I'm just giving you my honest opinion no sure they took he's minutes. offside yeah. when Callum McGregor yeah. hits it sure. the ball bounces a badder runs back mm. on, onside the defender misjudges or slips mm. touches it with his head a badder goes in and scores if, if I believe your description to be accurate I'll no doubt it so going by what you're saying then yeah I would say that should be a goal yeah. and, and it went to Van that took three minutes and they came to the decision it's not a goal mm-hmm. well, that sounds wrong yeah. Celtic fans are not happy about it quite a few have been on the socials here well, and elsewhere I've yeah. had plenty of that strangers I've been honest I'm not yeah. you know what I'm, right, I'm just being brutal you honest. see yeah, it of course it's, yeah. for me it's a goal I can't see why it's, it's not a goal the, the only thing I, I I could say in the ref's defence should I say uh, does he think the defender slipped or mm. whatever but it's, it's a mistake for uh, me no. that doesn't matter yeah, if he it's, it's a mistake yeah. it's a sure. mistake for the Livingston defender a bad at that stage is on goal when it touches onside sorry when it touches his head he goes and he finishes it but again it takes I think it was longer than three minutes Matt mm. yeah it was more was it no four Paul probably Something yeah, like that. yeah. And, uh, again that's the mm. bit that really frustrates and annoys me we look a bit amateur hour don't we in Scotland compared to and I know it's early days and they did say there'll be a honeymoon period how long's hey, a honeymoon can I just say I don't know if any of watched the game last night Man City Liverpool so a bit of it not all of it there's no VAR yeah. that's right there's a none no VAR no, no VAR and VAR's not allowed until the semi-finals oh, of course sorry. and I actually yeah. enjoyed sorry. it and I was one that wanted VAR to come in uh-huh. I enjoyed yeah. it I did there was a couple of meaty challenges mm-hmm. the referee let it go to before I, th- before I thought the referee done really well there was a couple of iffy on sides but again it was like free flown the game a wee bit um, and VAR never had to come into um, in for a shout because it obviously it wasn't sure. getting getting used but I enjoyed the game last mm. night it was a brilliant City, game yeah, they won but uh, the managers did they behave because obviously they've been, they were warned yeah, beforehand they, I like you two yeah. they're at it they have a wee chat they have a wee ding dong and they have a wee smile I don't mind that it's too for me it's a bit theatrical wasn't it ah, yeah. but it's two guys who are yeah. passionate about the game and who are phenomenal managers look at the amount of things yep. these guys have won um, I like it panto season wasn't it with them oh, but I like it. Oh, it's great it? I, I love it, it. entertainment yep. absolutely we yeah. need some characters that's what football is yeah. Instead of the iPad out, you know, and here's the iPad instructions. There's no no iPads with A2 anyway. (laughs) There sure isn't. So, Ange Postacoglu, there was criticism about the fact that, you know, on that decision, I think Celtic fans expected more goals and he wanted it too. Um, Looking to the game tomorrow with St. Johnson, here's a bit more from the manager. Every game's important, you know, for us. It's about making sure that we're constantly evolving as a team, progressing as a team, improving as a team. Um, We can't stand still. We can't 
you know, just rely on the fact that we've had, you know, some some decent results and 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 think that it's just going to keep rolling on. Every game you need to be at it and you need to be on top of your game and and that's what's got us to the position we are today. You know, we, we haven't done that by looking too far ahead or worrying about what's happened before. It's about <coughs> dealing with what's in front of us and um, that's what we need to keep doing. Ange Postacogo looking forward to the 12.30 kick-off tomorrow. We're going to speak about Motherwell Kelly, which is on tonight as well, as well as the Ross County Rangers game. Coming towards the end of uh, 2022, Barry gave us his highlight of the year, the trip with his family, with the boys Hi. to Seville. Mark, what was your footballing highlight, your Christmas cracker? 2022. Uh, Paul, for me, I, I can't see by su- Sunday's World Cup final. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, just, 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 and I know maybe it's an obvious one to say because it's, it's fresh in the the mm-hmm. memory. Yeah. Totally understand why Barry's got the, the the privilege of being in Seville in 2003, in Manchester 2008, and seeing it, been very proud of of, of Celtic and Rangers, and um, seeing Barry uh, lead out Rangers, and so I knew what he was going to to, to sample. Um, uh, in Seville six months ago and t- to have his, his boys with him so I get that um, but just watching that World Cup even though I'm a little, I, I sound as if and I'm kind of thinking should I be picking something like that when I wasn't actually at the game but it, it's just so hard to see past it you know 120-130 minutes of football seeing Messi seeing Mbappe all the drama um, a penalty shootout um, everything was great uh, about Sunday afternoon apart from Gianni Infantino but um, apart from that it was terrific Keep going, Barry. Yeah. <laughs> well, it might be getting yeah. replayed. Yeah. Oh, sorry, there's, no, there's, there's no chance. No chance of that happening. I know. Uh, they're going a bit, a bit nuts. make a phone call? Could, could you yeah. I don't know what came in there. I thought maybe it was Santa's sleigh early, but not yet. That might be... Uh, no, it's not tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? Yeah, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. What about the game tonight at Motherwell? Looking forward to yeah, that I, one? I'm just looking yeah. at it... Um, Commander have played a game more than more than Motherwell. Um, Motherwell have played sixteen. Commander have played seventeen. There's only two points between them. It's a big one. Um, Motherwell want to get further away, but I'm sure Dale will be desperate, um, and he needs to get wins. Dale, because he's he's obviously sitting second bottom, three points in front of Dundee United. Um, that will be a good game tonight. I, I think there'll be a bit of nerves there, but. Um, I, I, do you know what I think? I, I, I think Kilmarnock can do it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Away, away from home. Because a lot of yeah. people fancy Model because mm-hmm. Kilmarnock's obviously formed, sure. getting beat at the weekend um, against Hearts. But I, I, I think they'll know how in the game. Um, I, I think he'll pull a win off tonight. Jamie, a big range. Uh, Kilmarnock fan is on, and he's saying he fancies his team to mm-hmm. do it. They're going to the match tonight. Mark, what are you thinking at Fair Park? We just saw it in the telly there. We were, yeah. Pitch looks amazing. Oh, yeah, the, it? The, so, the pitch is terrific. Yeah. You know, and credit to, to Motherwell, they spent the guts of a, a million pounds, if not more, um, on it. And uh, it's a beautiful surface for them, for them to play on. Um, that said, they've only won once at home, I think, in the mm-hmm. league this season, uh, Paul, which isn't good enough. That's Stevie Hamill wanting to arrest that. Kilmarnock, um, the problem for Kilmarnock. Um, Paul, can he score goals? You know, they're really struggling at the moment. Uh, for a striker, I think something that, that, that Derek will obviously be looking at in the window um, next month. They're always sawed off, although some of the goals they conceded at, at, at Tynecastle there um, that weekend, Derek have been disappointed uh, with. Um, I think that could be a one each um, tonight. I don't see either side having enough to, to, to go and win it, maybe cancelling each other out a wee bit. 
defence is on top so I'll go for a, a, a low scoring draw I see Motherwell's favourite Louis Moult who came back a few months ago he's still <coughs> out still injured that's yeah. not good news yeah um, you know Louis Moult uh, I don't think he's a, he's a 90 minute player on a regular basis anymore no. but he's like one of those kind of guys that you know 20-25 minutes to go um, could come on and give you something um, a wee bit different so again um, as Murray will look to try and climb the table because as you mentioned there Paul you know over seven or eight places it's really really congested you know only, only a handful of points are um, separating most of the, the clubs there so tonight for Motherwell as I said having only won once at home which is surprising mm. they'll want to sort that out very quickly and last night in here Stephen McGinn was on we were asking him it's a tough one for him because Paul his brother should be back for Motherwell tonight after a knee injury yeah. up against his old team yeah, yeah. they got promoted yeah. Yeah, he was a big part of the, the promotion um, that Kilmarnock got last season um, but look I, I think it'll be a, it'll be an edgy game tonight because both of them need to win it um, but as I say I, I just fancy Kilmarnock for the simple fact is um, Derek's got the experience I agree Kyle Lafferty's a big miss I think he comes back the middle of January I think it's the semi-final he's back for um, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong but I just I, I've got a feeling that Kilmarnock can um, pull a a victory off tonight and get that three points and then listen the leapfrog uh, Muddle at that mm-hmm. stage Stephen was saying last night that his biggest moment of the year his Christmas cracker it was back in May at the playoff from the championship oh, yeah, course, to the premiership yeah, yeah. and Chris Barker and Chris came on and transformed the game but he said that was just phenomenal and that's a massive game wasn't it for yeah, Kelly yeah listen yeah. Winning, winning trophies is, yeah. is brilliant but that was big Kilmarnock because yeah. when you you take a drop you want mm. instant success straight away bounce back and, and I think with Derek coming in he was um, a big help but players like Chris Burt the experience mm. that he, br- he brings and I watched Kilmarnock a few times last year and they were the strongest team in, in, in the championship and they thoroughly deserve for me to, to just pip um, our growth and I know you think Kelly will stay up this season I do yeah. I, I honestly do no, no just cause no. I, I know Dell and Dell's sure. an ex-teammate I just think with, with the experience he has, I, I think it's going to be between the two that I mentioned, and I'll stand by that. I think Dundee United and Ross County. Look, Commander will still be about there, but I just feel that January will be big for Dell as well. I think he'll look to strengthen, and Kyle Lafferty come back in as well will uh, have a big impact on on the team. Mark, what do you think about I, Kelly? Yeah, Kelly. I think they need to strengthen. You know, I look at the the depth in the squad. <coughs> Excuse me. If I take, if I take look. For example, Dundee United are bottom of the table now. Kilmarnock and Moscow. I think Dundee United's got a better squad yeah. than, Dundee United, than, 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 than Kilmarnock sure. and Moscow. So next month's obviously goes without saying. Uh, it's massive. The one for me, um, I wonder if they, they could end up getting dragged in. It's a burning. I just wonder if they could end up getting dragged in. They're on a slide. We know that Ron Gordon doesn't mess about. You know, he's, he's, you know, he's no shy at changing a manager. Yep. And you wonder how long he's going to give Lee Johnson. They've got hearts coming up in the league. They've got Hearts coming up in the Scottish Cup um, as well, you know. So for 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 Hibs and and you know, okay, Ron Gordon. I don't think she'd ever get rid of Jack Ross. And then whatever's happened after that. But one thing about him, and it's the same uh, with Dave Cormack at Aberdeen. They back their managers. Yeah, you know they, they mm. give them a really good budget. If there's a transfer fee to be paid, they'll they'll, they'll try and find you know six figure sums here and there as well. And, and if I'm Ron Gordon, I'm expecting a lot better um, from from what I'm getting from my for the bucks that I've put in. 
The Rangers team is out officially and it's as we reveal just after five tonight. We'll tell you the subs next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Motability offers from nil advance payment. Visit macklinmotors.com for more info. Let's go, 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 let's go. Rangers in action tonight against Ross County. In fact, there's just over an hour away until kick-off. Uh, let's give you the confirmed Rangers lineup. It's McLaughlin and goals, Tavernier, Goldson, Davies, and Devine. Kamara is in actually Lundstrom and Arfield, Tillman, Kent, and Fashion Sakala. Now on the bench for Rangers, the goalkeeper it's uh, Robbie McCrory. I'll give you them all: Ryan Jack, Robbie Matondo, Sands, Morellas, Wright, McCann, Lowry, and King. Those the substitutes, Barry. Any, I see Kamara is in rather than Jack. Yeah. What do you make of the Rangers lineup and the subs? Yeah, listen. Yeah. If it wasn't going to be Ryan Jack, Glenn Kamara for me, he's still a really good midfield player, Paul. Um, he, he needs surgery. Mm. Uh, I seen um, I Michael yeah. Beale say that he's been taking injections to play. It tells me that his his attitudes um, bang on the button. Um, but again, Glenn Kamara. I think if he gets a run of games, he can become a a big player for Rangers because he's certainly got the qualities in my opinion I, I know some people are not sure but I, I like him I, I do like him I just think he needs a a run in the team and I think if he gets that and he plays more and more um, he'll become oh, better and better here's Sean on the line in Glasgow good evening Sean alright guys hope everybody have, has a good Christmas and you get what you want thank you very Cheers, much Sean. same yeah. to you and you so what, have yeah. you got what you want tonight with the Rangers lineup? No, cause I, I wouldn't have played John McLaughlin. I would have had I played Rob McCrory. I just I, he's a nervous wreck watching. I, I'm going to be I'm going to be biting my teeth in it. I wouldn't be spy if we end up drawing one each. Really? Yeah. And Sean, you know, you, John McLaughlin. Yeah. John McLaughlin is an he's an average goalkeeper. He's no he's no a top goalkeeper. He's no got the standards to play for Rangers. I've said it on the show hundreds of times. The guy's no good enough for Rangers. I hope he proves me wrong tonight, but. Nah, no for me. I'd have played McCrory. I, I, you know, I still think John McLaughlin's a, a better goalkeeper at this moment in time than McCrory. So, you know, I totally see why um, he's gone from to, to to replace uh, Alan McGregor, who we believes got a got a bug. Um, so, yeah, I think John McLaughlin's the established number number two, rightly so. Longer term, um, yeah, I don't think John McLaughlin's the answer longer term. But you know. It depends what kind of budget you've got to go and get a goalkeeper. When you lose Alan McGregor, you're you're not going to replace like for like, um, but you need to try and get the best that, that you can uh, for that position. Is John McLaughlin the best that there is? Uh, moving on, whether it's six months from now or whatever, I'm not so sure, but I do think he's a he's a very very reliable option. The McCrory um, scenario is interesting. I, again, I heard the manager speak that he's unsure whether he needs to put him out on loan. Get him out on loan. Yeah. Go and play twenty twenty five games. Because um, I, I do think he's got the attributes to be Rangers number one, but you need to go and gain that experience. I know he's played that he played the old firm game and it was exceptional. Yep. Let's be honest mm-hmm. with you, he, he was brilliant. But I just think he's went with he's looked at it and thought I need a bit of experience. Who's a better goalkeeper? I don't see them day in day out. But what I'm told is McCrory has got all the attributes to go and become a, a Rangers number one. But he needs to go and play, Paul. Mm. He sure. needs to go and play games, and I can see why Michael Beals maybe went with. John McLaughlin tonight and I think that reason is because he's had the experience mm. of playing in goals more than 
uh, young McCrory. Sean, we'll find out tonight, but I want to ask Barry as well, how will John McLaughlin yeah. be affected? He started as the number one keeper back in August. We'll find He's out now. We'll yeah. find out at half seven. Because mm. um, obviously he started the season off yeah. as, as, it was clear as day. He was Gio's number one. There was no doubt about it, which um, you asked us before the start yeah. of the season. Mm. My opinion was Alan McGregor's got to be number one. Mark's was the same. Yep. I think everybody's was the same. It was a big surprise. Um, how will he be affected? I think he's experienced enough to realise that Alan McGregor is a better goalkeeper. Um, but I still do think John McLaughlin is a good goalkeeper. Yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad okay. goalkeeper. Yeah. I just don't think... The problem that John McLaughlin had is he's not at the same level yeah. as Alan McGregor. But Mark makes a brilliant point. That's going to be the issue going forward. Of course. Has McCrory... Has got the potential, but if you want to go and spend a bit of money on a goalkeeper, it's going to cost you a few quid to get a right good goalkeeper. Sean, other end of the pitch, you know the news: Sakala's in, uh, Morella's on the bench. What do you think? Well, Sakala can play all right. I think he's better as a bench player. But I, um, I think uh, we can't. We, we have got a chance in it, but I'm just got to be wary at, at the back. So, and I agree with Mark says uh, about an hour and a half ago on go. Um, see, see going forward no just for Rangers obviously Rangers will get a better goalkeeper or will get somebody sorted for next season because <laughs> McGregor's not got to sign but see see going like from uh, Scotland going forward you could name there's only two goalkeepers um, what are coming uh, got to be young enough but got to the next World Cup and it's got to be Liam Kelly from Murrowell former Rangers goalkeeper and McClory I don't know any other young Scottish goalkeeper what's good enough for the Scotland squad either and that's a worry. Yeah, Barry mentioned it. No, that, 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 that's well. the worry yeah, for me sure. going forward. Yeah, yeah and that, that's the two goalkeepers that I mentioned. Um, yep. that, Z- Xander Clark maybe as well? Yeah, but the, the only pro- I, I like Xander Clark. I, I always say I, I thought he should have got into the Scotland um, squad a, a few times and unfortunately he didn't. But the problem with Xander is he's not played. He's, he's not kicked a ball. He's obviously second choice now because it's clear as day Craig Gordon's going to be the number one at Hearts until he hangs his gloves up. But whether he does or no, um, but when he does, I think it's a big concern for for Scotland going forward. Sure, Sean, I want to ask you about Alex Lowry. Here's what your manager Michael Beale had to say about him. He's close. I think I have to pick and choose the right moments and when he goes in, I'm expecting him to go in and stay in and be at this club for a long term, be one of the leaders moving forward. If you're looking at one area that I have loads of experience, because everyone talks about experience, that is the area that I'm skilled in. Alex is not too far away. What he must do is the teammates will pick him. So when he comes to see me, when he will from time to time and say, Gaffer, when am I going to get a chance? Well, would your teammates pick you? So it's a big thing, that, for a young player. When they train every day... They have to earn the right off their teammates as well. And for me, he is the future of Rangers. So as time, when the group settles, you'll see more of Alex Lowry. But only if he if he deserves it. Sean, we've got to for- throw that first to you, Barry. You I, I think, listen to me, Gobi, I think it's, he means earn their respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, pick them. No. Players don't pick the team. Managers pick the team. I think you've got to earn the respect as a young player coming through. And that means... You're working your socks off every day and you're showing qualities. Now, I, I love to hear that you'll get the opportunity and if he gets that opportunity and he takes it, he stays in. For me, it's clear as day he's got the ability. Mm. So it's the application? Yep. He's got to show that? Yeah, you've got to. You know, I mean, it's not a case of just getting in the Rangers team and saying, right, you know what, I've made it. It's not about that. You, When you get in, you make sure you stay in for 25, 50, 75, 100 games. And um, no doubt in my mind, 
he has everything in the locker to be a Rangers player but it'll come down to Alex Lowry <coughs> yeah, how much he wants it just because you've played a few games at a young age doesn't mean to say no, you're going to be it no. means nothing Paul mm-hmm. Sean what do you think of Alex Lowry Alex Lowry's got what it takes to be even a Rangers captain but I'm not getting carried away because there's young Rangers players that have came through and I've um, they're flashed out, all these guys have got to be good. Well, I had like John Fleck, I thought he was got to be a top Rangers player. Obviously, things changed. And then, um, was it Lewis McLeod? I thought him as well. Yep. So, hopefully, um, absolutely um, keeps his head clean. And, well, I've never heard any bad reports about him. I, think he's st- I don't think he's got any trouble behind him. So, hopefully, he goes on to be the best he can and maybe yep. be a Rangers captain or beyond. Mark, I'm just listening to the manager there and what I read into it was, okay, he's got more to do application-wise. I know he had injury for a few months there. What did you take from what Michael Beale said? Uh, yeah, I think that he's, um, there's clearly obviously you know a lot of potential there and uh, I think that uh, this summer, uh, pre-season, when I think there's, 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 there'll be natural movement in the squad over the next two windows, the way I'm seeing it is that if I... A, a Kamara or a Jack or, you know, in, in that midfield area... Those going or whatever it may be, a Tealman doesn't come back. Whatever, yep. um, you know, Barry will tell you what Lowry's absolute best position is. But you then see Lowry moving in there and becoming someone that can go and uh, play in the team, providing that he shows that he's good enough. But I think the way Michael Beale's talking, he's expecting that when he's picking his starting eleven to kick off the new season, that Alec Lowry should be um, in about it. And if he's not, then you know there's got to be question marks about the boy. Barry, what's his best position? In the centre of the park, um, going forward, I, I don't think he's a holding midfielder. No, no, I keep saying there's there's always a position about, oh, he's a number yeah. six, or he's a number eight, he's a number ten. I, I think back at the World Cup and look at Bellingham. He can play anywhere, he can go and take the ball, he can drive forward, he can score. And I, I think this young kid, I'm not putting him in his bracket, but I think this young kid, what I've seen of him is um, is got the those things um, but it, it's clear to me that the ball's in his court he's got the ability he needs to grab it with both hands because that's what that's what Michael Beale what, you know, yeah. Barry's used the word surgery tonight and it's a great word to use in terms of what's required for the squad over the next two windows but if you're Michael Beale and you're thinking you know what potentially come the summer that's one less headache for me because I'm expecting Alex to come out. He's already in the wage bill, so that gives me a bit more to play with elsewhere. Yep. For example, in the goalkeeping position or whatever it may be, the number nine, whatever it's going to be. So you know, Michael Bill really wanting that because it takes a headache away to try and find somebody else. So let's say, for example, going with Barry said the, the boys' best positions. Let's say they can tied Tailman down um, longer term, or you know, let's yep. say you know Scott Arfield's just that. It's another six months, nine months on his legs. It's yeah. it. So there it is. There's the, by the way, Lowry, in you go. That's it. So you're in. Boom. Could he be a Barry Ferguson? Because he's saying the future. He could be part of the future. The, the manager so, spoke very highly of him there. So yeah. th- that should be Alec Lowry's aim. Aim exactly. That should yeah. be that should be his aim to to be a regular to look at somebody like Barry Ferguson more recently, Nathan Patterson, and say, listen, yeah. I want you to get and go and do that. It just doesn't fall in front of you. No, it happens for <laughs> you. Yeah. You worked. Yeah, you've, you've got. Yeah. You've got to work. But I, I, do you know what? I would love nothing more to see the young man go and and, and grab it with the, the scruff of the neck and become a regular. Because um, as I said, his potential just now. Yeah. Going for fulfil that potential, and I hope, I hope he does it. Sean, 
What is your scoreline tonight? I know you touched on something earlier on. We've chatted for a couple of minutes. I'll just go a Rangers win. I want to say one thing. Mark, I just got to call you Paul there, Mark. He's been called worse. Mark, you said you were talking about something about English Premier League. I don't know what you're talking about. And you said it starts tomorrow. It starts on Monday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this week I was getting, getting <laughs> mixed up on my Christmas Eves and my and my Boxing Day. Well Sean, said, Sean. Thanks very much for correcting me, Sean. Nothing better than a bit of detail. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Thanks for and that. And I, th- I think it, I think the English Premier League starts at midday, and I think the SPL, the second best league, starts at eight o'clock. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Thanks for that, thanks, Sean. Sean. Well, Keep well. us right up to date. Cheers. Have a great Christmas, Sean. You too, Thank, Thank you. you. All the best. Thanks, Sean. Bye-bye. Keeping us right. Bye. Yep. Cheers. He loves his football, doesn't he? He's getting a bit carried away because he was in talk sport. Yeah, yeah I, I think love it. Yeah. James, uh, James, James sent me through Sean's uh, home address, will you? <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I, I, love it. I, I love it when he comes on. 17. One each. He says, uh, losing two points, right? then he changes it. Then. I love it. Brilliant, Sean. What about Borna Barisic? The manager's been speaking about him. He hasn't returned yet. Here's what he says, first of all, about the Croatian. And I think, you know, we can look at that in two ways because obviously he only played in the one game but he has been training non-stop for that period as well there's a big burden when you play for your country and you're travelling the emotion inside that camp of getting to a semi-final and losing so I think you've got to put that all in I wanted to give him a few days afterwards because there was a couple of things back home commitments for the whole squad that they had to go to uh, he had a commitment with the full national team and then he had a commitment in his hometown as well and it's important I don't take that away from him. He's an expectant father as well, his fiance is expecting, so there's a lot of things in the background so we're going to give him a couple of days, we'll be back here Boxing Day and be ready to play on Mother on the 28th if selected because there's a young Scottish fullback doing quite well at the moment in our team so let's not kick him out the team before... He deserves to lose his shirt. Plenty in there. We saw Kylian Mbappe turning up for training on Wednesday, Barry. Yep. That will be a comparison. You know, they didn't win the yeah, World Cup it's, either. It's interesting because I had a, a point that I, if it was me, I, I would be back. But you've got commitment to the national team. You've got to go back to Croatia. You've got to do your bit with all the team. And then I, I don't know, it sounds like he's got to go to his, where, where he was born or brought up. That Maybe that's part of the commitment as well, Paul. So you don't want to he jumped the gun and, and say oh you, you bet you should be back here so he has got commitments and that's for the national team and it's clear that Michael Beale's fine with it so he's back in Boxing Day and and we'll see where it goes but I, I like the bit at the end there he's praised the young man Aye. Divine yeah because yep, mm-hmm. people are, are probably thinking ah, he, he'll come straight back in no he'll need to fight to get back in because that young man's done brilliant the last two games he covered that well, but Rangers fans have been on saying, who pays his wages? It's not Croatia, yeah, it's Rangers, <coughs> and it's back to nine points, yeah. it could be six tonight. Mark, you can, and Mbappe turns up on Wednesday. <coughs> yeah, I mean, one thing going by Michael Beale's interview, he seems very relaxed about it. It does seem as if he was edgy and, and there's something to hide. He, he, and the great thing there about, about Michael Beale, as with Sean two minutes earlier, there was detail. Yeah. There was an explanation and there's detail now whether you agree with it or not the manager's very comfortable with it and he's saying what do I want coming back into, uh, into the building uh, on Boxing Day morning I want a happy Borna Barrett I want to take a walk in and say it's the first time he's going to see his new mm-hmm. gaffer gaffer appreciate that extra couple of days off and he hopes that he'll repay him uh, but that he's coming out and he's not coming out of the building sulking because he's been ordered back three days early and you've got an unhappy man coming back particularly yeah. he's saying his partner's pregnant yeah, we have to go for scat or that kind of thing. So, what is he meant to abandon his partner 
that puts pressure on you um, as well if you've got to do that so I think the way that Michael Beale's called it seems to be very sensible and he'll look for a wee bit of payback from Borna Banisic for giving them that extra period yeah, time off I've, I've changed my opinion because I get asked that yesterday yeah. mm-hmm. about it and I'm, I, well, I think he should be back but now that Michael Beale's explained it mm-hmm. then um, he's clear that he's, he's, he's fine with it Footballers are human beings. I mean, that's that's what the story is, really, isn't it? And of course, he, he's from Croatia. It's not as if he's coming back home to Scotland. Scotland, he's been here for a number of years, but his home is Croatia. So I, I get that. You go and see Finnup family or whatever and then come back. But some of the Rangers fans have been on the socials asking about it. Do you think he'll play against Celtic on the 2nd of January when we'll be on live, Barry, myself and John Hartson? It depends on how the young man does the next couple of games. And, and do you know what? If, if young Divine continues um, the fine form and I'm just looking at him here he looks about 15 <laughs> but I, I'm, I love seeing a young player coming through um, and, and why I'm, I'm I'm so happy for him is he's playing out of position and that tells me that he's a good all round footballer the young man um, defends really well good appetite for the game and do you know what see if he performs a night and he performs against Mother, he plays against Celtic clean shaven as well there he is. Yeah. Do you remember when you were? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A young Barry Ferguson. I'm just how so, young does he look? Yeah, he does, 15. Isn't it? He does. He does. Yeah, he's a proper kid, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, so he's in tonight. But that's interesting there about Barisic. So he's a I, man. I, do you know yeah. what? He became a man the last couple of games. Mm. Um, and it's great to see. Yeah. We all like to see young players coming through. Yeah. The, the more young, good Scottish football sure. players we see get regular game time at our big clubs, the better for our game going forward. When did you start shaving, Barry? Were you in the first team at the time? A few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Barry's back. We'll have the Ross County team next and predictions what's going to happen with Celtic, what's going to happen with Motherwell tonight, all the games next. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show the last 10 minutes before the holiday break and we'll be back on Tuesday night, 5 till 7, John Hartson. Mark Guidi and myself Barry you'll be back on Wednesday you, me and Peter Grant will be back on Wednesday evening right we've got the team news coming in we gave you the Rangers lineup at the top of the programme we were just about there with it the Rangers lineup is McLaughlin Tavernier Goldson Davies and Devine Kamara Lundstrom and Arfield Tillman Kent Fashion Sakala up against Ross County who start Laidlaw Randall Watson Yakaviti Owura Tilson Canchola Loturi, Harmon, Danda and White who scored at the weekend. Motherwell up against Kilmarnock. Motherwell lineup: Kelly, O'Donnell, McGinn, Lamy, Penny, Goss, Slattery, Spittle, McKinstry, Shields and Van Veen. Up against Kilmarnock, Walker, Mayo, Taylor, Wright, Criseni, Armstrong, Power the Captain, Donnelly, Jones, Doidge and Wales. Those are the lineups tonight. Great to football back. And then tomorrow, remember the 12.30 Celtic against St. Johnson. And also at 12.30, early kickoff, St. Mirren against Aberdeen. And the other two games, I think quite rightly, for Christmas Eve, kickoff at two. Dundee United against Hearts, Hibs against Livingston. So you've got the teams there tonight. Mark, what do you think is going to happen, Ross County, against Rangers in, well, 40 minutes time yeah I, uh, kind of earlier kick off for, for, for night time 7.30 yeah a game I'm looking forward to watch go back to the house and, and watch mm-hmm. it I would expect 
Rangers to win It's a strong starting 11 Good bench as well Three or four very good options For Michael Beale Should he need them And most managers do Tend to use Their four or five substitutes Now I have to say I, I, I think the five sub things Is great mm-hmm. Actually you see the more they, they get used to it in the option Giving players more And uh, allows managers to be, to be a wee bit freer rather than having to be uh, cautious about using um, you know subs to I think it's a great thing but anyway I, I think Rangers should win Ross County a couple of really good players you know as we know Jordan White's a handful in the box Danda lovely footballer nice on the ball can pick a pass but over the piece I would expect Rangers to win by two goals 2-0 Paul and who are you looking to start for, for Rangers tonight? Hey. I always like Thielman I think he's a really really good technical player very very clever Arfield will be buzzing I think Arfield will score um, tonight and uh, I'll go for Arfield and Thielman to get the goals Barry what are you looking for particularly tonight what are you looking out to see McLaughlin for example well first and yeah. foremost three points mm-hmm. as, as a must um, but an improved performance um, than they had at, at Petodre but we all know it's going to be it's a Christmas period there's a lot of games there's a few changes um, does it upset the rhythm I, I, I don't know if it will because I, I look at the team and it's, it's still a, a strong Rangers 11 um, so I, I'm looking forward to it um, hopefully you let me away a couple of minutes early so I can get back in time for the <laughs> kick off I'll just check with James <laughs> and, um, again Ryan Kent because yeah. I've seen glimpses of mm. a, a right top quality player I believe when he's on for him he has Rangers best player Ryan Kent yeah I enjoy yeah. watching players like that that can light up the, the, the game um, but I fully expect Rangers to to win the game by a, a couple of goals and it'll be interesting to see how Sakala does through the middle because mm-hmm. um, he's really pacey don't want him coming and trying to link up just try and get in behind the the Ross County defence and use your pace Um so yeah looking forward to the game and as I say I feel expect Rangers to come back down the road with the three points and for the first time under Michael Beale he's got the two central defenders I would imagine that would be his first choice he spoke yesterday about the defence yeah I think clarity I think clarity gives you a peace of mind and the peace of mind enables you to perform and I think in the last couple of games it's been more sloppy turnovers that have hurt us we have let in four goals, two of those being set plays, and I thought Leighton Clarkson's goal was a particularly good one. So there's a couple of errors we just need to eradicate. We've had a lot of the ball in the last two games, and um, we've scored six goals, so there's a positive on that side. And he really opened up. He spoke about the niggles and the bugs and things going around at Rangers. Yeah, I don't want to use anything as excuses, but obviously in the last week, Tav's been off twice. He did travel on his own. He was a big, big doubt for the game, and probably in his performance, you saw parts of that. Um, he seems fine now obviously Connor's first game with Ben Ben's coming back but he's had some issues coming back so that's why you know Connor's been clean in his, his rehab that's why he was able to play Glenn Kamara probably should have had an operation in the last couple of months but has played through it so there's lots of little things Alfredo what you won't know is he had to come in from training the day before the game as well and played probably when he shouldn't have done but that's I want to take all the excuses aside. They're paid really well, these boys, and they play for a really big football club, and they're living their dream. So if they're fit, they go out there and play. If we didn't, if we let everyone that had a niggle or a little bit of a sore throat or a runny nose not play, we'd struggle to put out an eleven at the moment. So that's the situation we're in. That's why I, I would never question the mentality of the group, especially in the, getting the two results, because some people have played 
when maybe if everyone's available, they wouldn't have. Well, he really opened up there, Barry. Was that excuses or was it... No, he was saying this is reality. Yeah, I think some people were maybe watching the game the other night and think, they, they don't mm-hmm. look at it, they look a bit off it, but now it's, he's explained it because there's been a, a bit of illness. Um, but listen, if you've got a runny nose or a sore throat or a, a wee tight hamstring or thigh or calf... A couple of paracetamol and anti-inflam takes it away. I remember you told us two years ago on this show, you hardly ever played 100%. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I played one game ever Mm. when I I actually says to myself, I've got absolutely nothing wrong with me. And and that's um, that's me being honest. And I think if you ask the vast majority of players, they would say the same thing. Um, So there you go. Listen, as I said, a couple of paracetamols down there. <laughs> a couple of large halves. Thank yeah. you, Doctor. Well, well, that's for after the game. Yeah. That's for after the game. Mark, what was our excuse? <laughs> we didn't have any. Yeah. We just, we just got on. But thankfully, we were uh, just watching yeah. the games and observing rather than uh, having uh, to go and uh, no, play them. But, I, uh, I loved that earlier when you said you know you were inspired. You were talking about Grobbler and stuff, and I, I'm thinking Bruce is your idol, Bruce Forsyth. Hey, but, hey, but Bruce for, oh, I think I was thinking the, the generation game yeah, and play your cards right. And stri- yeah. oh, I did I have to. I, I like Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> right up there him and him and Tabby and all yeah. that. oh great uh, can, can I just yeah. say see when you, you do feel a wee bit off it whether it's a bit illness you go out in the crowd you forget uh, it yeah, honestly it just disappears the best and then you, yeah, to be fair sure. you suffer after the game because you're a bit ran down but yeah. they're the things you've got to get through yeah. so you're paid to do you heard them yeah, saying that you're, you're privileged you're, you're, yeah. you're playing at a, a brilliant club and um but as I said, Alan, Alan McGregor must be seriously struggling. Yeah. Um, but because I have had to miss games when you just can't kind of lift your head off the, the, the pillar and you're like, listen, it's an absolute no-go. That that does happen. Um, but listen, if, you're, if you've got a wee chesty cough or a, um, a wee runny nose, just with it. There. Motherwell against Kilmarnock tonight gave you the teams. Mark, who is going to win? Uh, I fancy a score draw there, Paul. 1-1. And Barry, I know you're going for I'm Kilmarnock. going to go Kilmarnock, yeah. um, 2 0 Kilmarnock. Anything in blue and white? He's, I'm kidding. I'm jo- it's Christmas, I'm joking. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I'm okay. There's no need for that. I'll take a yellow for that. Yeah, right. there's, been a, there's been a few wee digs. <laughs> no, no, yeah, not at all. Over no. the last couple of weeks. No, yes, there has. <laughs> no. Right, no. Right, tomorrow. <laughs> right, Hibs against Livy. Who do you fancy on that one? Barry, you first. I don't know. Um, Hibs yeah, and Livy. Hibs, Livy. I'm going to go of... Livingston. Away win, I yes. he would. Yep. Yes. Hibs are the because they rested a few players. Yeah, not no rested. He's changed that a wee bit, but I think guys like Nubly and, and yeah. the whole guys like that will come back into the team. And I think Livingston, Hibs one, Livingston two. Thank you, Barry. That was very good of you, Mark. What do you reckon? Uh, absolutely the yeah. same. Yeah, Hibs yeah, same. one, Livingston okay. two. I fancy Livy. Dundee United Hearts. 1-0 Hearts 1-0 Hearts away from home and Barry that would be you know your prediction is look out for Dundee United at the bottom so you're going for Hearts aren't you? Yeah Hearts yeah, one. you're going for Hearts and Barry St Mirren against Aberdeen um, I'm going to go St Mirren 1 Aberdeen 0 Right okay man. Jim Goodwin coming back home to where he was for quite a time yeah. after his toughest night did they bounce back because they played so well against Rangers or are, are yeah. Aberdeen the heads down what well, do you I, think I, I think they'll be they'll, obviously they'll be absolutely gutted but I think they'll be lifted they'll, they'll, they'll get going and it's another game it's a chance to rectify it go and get three points on the board have a nice time with the with the family build up towards a midweek game 
Anyway, where am I going with this? I'm going <laughs> exactly. St Mirren, yeah. St Mirren nil, Aberdeen one. You going for because Aberdeen the away record not good. St Mirren good home record, right? We'll look out for that. And finally, the twelve thirty tomorrow sounds like Kempton Park. It's Celtic Park <laughs> for uh, Celtic. Let's hear the manager. You know, he wasn't happy the other night. I think that's fair, based on how busy, but also based on performance. You know, if, if guys are performing at the levels we know they can, there's some pretty good players that are not getting some game time and. Um, you know, training hard and that's why we've got a squad and um, you know, you have to reward that at some point and that coupled with the fact that, you know, we do have a busy schedule, um, you know, we'll make some changes um, for for the St Johnson game because it'll be another, you know, it'll be a good, you know, a tough game for us. Um, you know, Callum's, you know, he's an excellent coach and he's got them well organised and well drilled and we know every time we play them, it's, it's, it's a challenge and I'm sure it will be on Saturday. Mark, your scoreline Celtic St Johnson? A... So John's done beating six Celtic to make changes. I liked um, Foster Coggle saying Callum Davis is an excellent coach. Nice yep. to hear him um, Celtic getting lauded wins. like that. <laughs> I'm going to go Celtic one St Johnston one. A wee Christmas upset tomorrow. Right, you're going for the draw? Yeah. Okay, Barry, what do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> don't be surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be an easy day, I'll be honest with you. Because um, I think Callum, as I say, he's an intelligent manager, he'll set them up. But I think Celtic will win the game. Celtic 3, St Johnson 1. Final word from Ange Postecoglou. I think they're, they're similar challenges. Um, the other thing about St Johnson, a little bit like Livingston, is that they don't really change their approach whether they're playing us or they're playing any other side. And I think there's a consistency in their approach which you know, means that you know, their, their players understand their roles really well. Um, and we need to be really disciplined in our approach, play our football, uh, to make sure that we can counteract that and and gain the dominance we need to to, to win the game but um, we'll be under no illusions it'll be a tough one some big games coming enjoy the weekend wherever you're going and enjoy Christmas Barry have a great time with the family yeah I'm just away to um, uh, yeah. see something about you you've, yeah you've, to watch uh, the game yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Charles. Oh, Charles. Go on. James great yeah. <laughs> and Mark thank you have a great Christmas you too Paul yeah. everybody have a great Christmas and we'll see you back next James, week Mark James. have a good Christmas you Cheers. too Barry <laughs> Thanks to everyone who's made the switch and joined us during this year. And we will continue. We're back on Tuesday. Cheers, Barry. Merry Christmas. And to you, James, and all the team, everyone behind the scenes. Uh, coming up next is going to be Zoe Kelly with some amazing Christmas bangers. We're looking forward to that. And Zoe is coming up live at seven here on Go Radio with the news. If it's happening, you'll hear it here first. Thanks so much, everyone. Enjoy Christmas. Take care. We're back in a few days. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Visit their brand new Toyota showroom at Kennis Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! go.